This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I'm joined today by my guest host, in studio, the one, the only, John Langbein, ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear them screaming and clapping in Radio Land? <laughs> now, John, uh, you came here to. Oh, wait, wait. We got to start with the headlines of the day, don't we? We yeah, do have it. to. Start yeah, we with always that. start with the headlines of the day because this is news that you can use, John. I like to call this infotainment. Okay, I don't know if you heard this, but Sweden is moving towards a six-hour workday. Did you know that? Interesting. Yeah, I'm not moving to Sweden just to work an extra two hours a day. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. By the way, sometimes we talk about adversity. He's ripped his contact lens in half. Half of it is still stuck in his eye. He looks as if he has pink eye. He doesn't. And then he goes to the doctor. They have to send him to the specialist. So, so what's the moral of that story? The moral of the story is um, your contacts are uh, moist before you try to pull them out at the end of the day. I Oops. ripped it in half last night. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, that's, it's happened to all of us, I think. Yeah. So uh, yeah, pleasant to start with. Now, uh, you own a business. By the way, you know, Janine Yanish. You know Janine, right? Sure. From Oklahoma City. She was a guest uh, several episodes ago. You know Janine. And we say she's not Yan, but she is Yan-ish. Do you know what I'm talking about? You'll have to uh, tell me about that. <laughs> so you now are in competition with Janine. And she she was – it was nonstop side-splitting comedy. Isn't that right, Ramon? It was. I go back and listen to that podcast often. Often. Right. So you – so no pressure on you. So now you don't – you don't do real estate. Is your wife a realtor, though? Yes. Okay, so you live vicariously. Um, but you're here to talk about business in general. We're just going to talk about life lessons you've learned in business. Tell us about your business, how it started, how you got into this mess. You know what? Our uh, fate and timing intersected. And uh, growing up in Minneapolis, I wanted out of the cold weather. I looked at schools in Arizona uh, Florida, Texas, uh, California, and wound up choosing a- ASU. Mm-hmm. I'm in my. My dorm- wife is a graduate of ASU. I, I, it was just a spectacular choice. As I look back, uh, the plan was to go back to Minneapolis after. It was four after years. reading the Playboy episode "Girls of the Pac-10." That's how. <laughs> that's, he, that's how a, he picked that's ASU. Exactly that's exactly right. That's what beside I tell the you. point. <laughs> but one walk down Palm Lane, bingo. And I said, we, uh, we found a new home. So uh, fate and timing. I'm in a col- my college dorm. Um, my buddy who his financial aid was to get to work in the box office at Gamage Auditorium. Which is uh, a Frank Lloyd Wright designed building. It's true. Beautiful venue. Lovely. Amazing auditorium. So his – uh, so he comes on to, campus. He comes to me and s- comes to all of us and says, "Hey, Billy Joel, goals on sale, 
tomorrow. I can get the first five rows before they go on sale to the public. Mm-hmm. I gave him a credit card. He uh, comes back the next morning. Everybody said that they wanted tickets. Um, we're sitting around having a beer. And so 20 of us all said, yeah, let's let's go. And the next morning, there's a stack of 28 tickets, all in the first five rows, Billy Joel. And uh, and and I said, okay, guys, cough well, What up. year was that? This was in 1981. No, I was at that concert. Come on. No, that's true. Uh, I was up in the cheap seat, so. So, uh, but because you can't smoke weed right down on that, <laughs> you have to be up. You have to be up high where the green air is. That's Did what you, you heard anyway, right? That's what I heard. That's what we heard. Did you remember the concert the next uh, day? No, but I, but I, yeah, but, but I know Billy Joel's good. <laughs> anyway, so and he wasn't really that big a deal back then. Uh, he, he was wasn't really. He was just kind of um, coming into his own. Yeah. Anyway, bottom line, I. Um, I had 28 tickets. I was the only one with a credit card, and um, and it's time to get reimbursed. No one had any money, so now I'm stuck with all these tickets in the first five rows. What am I going to do? I put an ad: five dollars, five days, five lines, five dollars for five days. Billy Joel sounds like a Herman Cain campaign slogan. Billy five, Joel five, five. must sell first five rows. And uh, just I wanted my money back. Mm-hmm. So the first call, 6 a.m. the next morning, um, a feverish call saying, hey, do you, do you have the tickets? I, I sold them for face value. Mm-hmm. Phone call comes in right after that. Right after that, another call and another call, another call. I realize there's a market. So by the, by the last set of tickets, I was up to $75 a ticket, realized there was a market buying and selling tickets, and that's how I got my business started. We now uh, do over $100 million in sales. We got 100, 100 plus uh, employees um, uh, around uh, uh, five different uh, international offices, London, Abu Dhabi, Australia, um, uh, Phoenix, and Charlotte. But it started with that fate and timing. Now, if Billy Joel listens to this podcast, and and I don't know why he wouldn't, <laughs> he doesn't do a hundred million dollars a year in sales. He's going to be bitter when he finds out that he was the guy that made Johnny rich. So, uh, and that's a great story, by the way. So, little thing turns into big things, but uh, it wasn't uh, completely easy along the way. What uh, what lessons have you learned? By the way, I'm going to enjoy some coffee. Do you ever enjoy coffee? Every morning. What brand of coffee do you think I'm drinking? Listen while I drink and see if you can guess. It's <sighs> delicious, isn't it? That's got to be Kona coffee. <laughs> Okay. So what le- what lessons have you learned other than that the- you have to start the day with Folgers coffee? Uh, <laughs> you kind of look like a Folgers guy. <laughs> a Folgers guy. Isn't it Juan Valdez? Isn't he their spokesmodel for – is that his name? The guy with the donkey? I don't know if he's a model per se, but he's the image. Spokesmodel. I call him a spokesmodel. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. You're more of a free coffee kind of guy, aren't you? you? Latino. I'm a free. Oh no, I'm a free coffee. Yeah, I've noticed. You asked oh. about that coffee that's been out there all night, and you said, "Well, it's free." I nuke it, and we're good to go. You're good to go. That's all I'm saying. 
So what lessons have you learned, John? Remember, this has got to be better than Janine Yanish's episode. But I love Janine. I know. I may take one for the team. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. He's not afraid to throw her under the bus either. So lesson number one is – Oh, I'm writing these down. Lesson number one for me (laughs) is 80% of life is showing up. Woody Allen said that. If you're the first one – if you're the first one in and last one out, great things happen. Didn't Woody Allen say that? I don't know. He's a kvetching little whiner. I know that. He is. But that's true. You kind of look a little like him. I do look a little like Woody Allen. It's you kind of act a little like him. Yeah. No. You both have some peculiar peculiar. I'm not behaviors. dating my daughter. Let's just get that <laughs> out there. That's not happening. So, so 80% is showing up and, and you showed up. Now, you started that just – that idea popped in your head. It turns into $100 million a year. No, no, no. It was an accident. I told you. Mm-hmm. The um, the plan was all of us to go. And then I got I got Stood my guys. Up. No one wanted to, to step up and pay for the tickets. Or go with you. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Maybe that was it. <laughs> but it, it – so anyway, buying and selling tickets, that, that show went on sale, Billy Joel. The next one um, – Goes on sale is Neil Diamond. I go back to my. I did buddy, not go to that one. And I said, "Hey, we got to do the same thing. There's some money here." And one thing led to the other, and uh, and the net net is, uh, I've never had a job. I've never been employed by anyone other than myself in your I, whole life. Nope. I get. Oh, I out. wish I could say that. I would have kept me from getting fired a bunch. <laughs> I take that back. I did get a job to get in-state tuition here. Uh, at Spencer's TV and Appliance, and I got fired. Spencer's. Now I have I have been a customer of Spencer's have TV you? and Appliance. Yeah. Well, I was uh, I was one of their first employees, and I <laughs> and remarkably they're still in business and, today. And, and I uh, they didn't like the fact that I had my phone calls transferred to their back line of their switchboard, so I could buy and sell. Now they're tickets. Uh, they're Mormons, right? No. 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 Oh, no. I thought they were. Nope. I thought that was an LDS-owned company. Nope. Well, which made me think probably they have some standards. No, 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 no. They, it's a great story. The guy uh, bought an existing business, a little tiny little store, and um, and and moved ironically from Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis here, connection. And we it was the only person I knew when I moved here, and uh, started the business and. Uh, and now is the the largest uh, business of that kind in Arizona. Now I think I may be going to Minneapolis soon in the winter. What were you doing from Arizona? Do well, there? help a guy uh, build his recruiting for his uh, real estate company. Wow! So, what other lessons do you have? That was number one. Eighty percent show up. Well, I think I, I think that. in my mind the the we live in this unbelievable place. Well, not everybody listening. America. <laughs> okay. They do live in America. Some of them are in Canada. Do, you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. You know, so many other Not parts. in New Jersey. Everything is illegal there. <laughs> Slightly different. But so many other places. Uh, I've had the pleasure to, to travel 56 countries and we attended uh, and managed ticketing for uh, Olympics uh, every Olympic game since 1992, every World Cup since 1994. I've been to every Super Bowl since 1988. 
and being in this amazing business, buying and selling tickets and putting packages together for these special events all over the world. But I come back to this country every time without any exception. Well, that's because you bought a round-trip ticket. (laughs) That's the way that works. They bring you back. But I have never been to a country and say, ah, I really wish I could live here in Switzerland. Oh, my gosh. Australia is so amazing. I wish I could live here. Italy, I would love to live here. Every time I come back, I am so thankful that I live in this great country. And you you do the math. You got your math guy. You do the math to be born here in America, one out of 25. There's 300 million people lucky enough to live in this country, 7 billion people in the, in the world. You do simple math, one out of 25 to live right here. And then you think about it. I'm, <laughs> I, I can't imagine. You go up to the roulette wheel in Las Vegas. And how many spots are there on the roulette wheel? We won just by being born here. So it's easy to make money in this country and then walk to the roulette wheel and lose every penny of it. (laughs) It's a good lesson. But you think about how lucky we are where you go to some countries. You know, China, we were there for the Beijing Olympics in 2008. People – uh, walk around. They're programmed. Each family can have one child. There's no, you you. And, uh, 300 million people, the same population of uh, United States, live on a dollar a day in China. It's and if they knew that they could move to America and pick up the phone and make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year selling real estate, uh, they would kill themselves because they're building those phones. Well, you, you, again, you go to a place like that or we were in Russia for the uh, World Cup and and everybody wants to emulate us. Everybody wants – what is life like in what country? America. Everyone – I go to Russia. It's American um, – it's American movies. It's American music. It's American fashion. It's American restaurants. It's American hotels. I go to China. Same. You. Everybody wants this quality of life. They want American life. And what we have got to realize, first and foremost, we won the lottery. We were. We won that roulette. We we won the roulette game. Um, one out of twenty-five chance just to be born here. Now you can do anything you want here anything. If my business goes south, I'll figure out another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing. W- w- in real estate, you're self-employed. You're, no one's telling you when to do uh, to do what and how to do no, it. No, they actually pay me to tell them what to do. <laughs> that's the funny thing. I'm bossing them around. You know, I won't leave them alone. It's, it's kind of sad. You know, we had, I uh, remember Michael... Uh, Tran from uh, Vietnam, he escaped That's from right. Vietnam. That's right. <laughs> on an inner tube or something <laughs> like that? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, he agrees with you. He's very lucky. And I think we uh, ascertained that he will not be uh, hitting his knee during the national anthem anytime soon. Gratitude. Some, as gratitude. And sometimes, whether it's tr- Mr. Tran, who you referred to, my wife, her family came on a student visa. My wife's mom came to check their documents quickly. (laughs) Came to this overstayed their visa. I've heard this story on a ninety-day student visa. Mm -hmm. Met her father on the ninety on the ninetieth day. He proposed. They've been married forty-four years. My wife spent every summer of her life. Where where they come from? Poland. Poland. My wife spent every summer of her life in Poland, and 
um, she looks at life differently because she understands the privilege of of this great country. Now, when you go home, I yeah. want you. Now, I've met your wife. I had breakfast with your wife. Yes. Um, now, I want you to remind her that I do have some jokes for her. <laughs> Literally custom made for her. <laughs> She's we, used. Can to the we do them on joke. the air? She's we used cannot. To the we cannot do those. <laughs> we cannot do those on the air. No. Okay. All right. I'm just. I'm trying to save you here. I, save right, me I'm from look, myself. I'm looking out for you. I know. I appreciate that, Ramon. <laughs> Ramon is, uh, you know, the greatest sidekick on earth. I'd be dead without him. I'll probably be dead with him, but that's okay. By the way, let me let me do a shameless plug. Would you mind if I did a shameless plug, John? Not at all. Let's hear it. Well, Time here. for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. Now, if any of the stuff we talk about here on the Big Fearless Agent Podcast makes sense to you out there listening and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, If you would like to learn more, you can call me anytime at my cell phone at 480-385-8810, toll-free, day or night, and we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit for you. And uh, by the way, I love talking to realtors. Don't think you're bothering me. Don't email me. We don't do that in sales. Don't text me. We don't do that in sales. Always call me at 480-385-8810. And uh, you can go to fearlessagent.com, watch our free webinar. It's about 45 minutes. Take lots of notes. Go to the speaking page, which is kind of where I sell my little speaking gigs. And there's a 25-minute excerpt from a two-day event. You could watch that, take notes from that. And my guarantee is those free videos on our website would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you no matter what. So go to fearlessagent.com. And then uh, what else? What else? What other lessons have you learned? So I... Number one was 80% show up. Number two was gratitude. Don't be a follower. Ooh. So in... I, I get out Unless of... Unless they're following the YouTube videos that I am prominently featured in, right? <laughs> That's different. Or following this podcast. Uh, exactly. And giving us a five-star rating while they're in it. So I get out of college. All my friends are going to work for Fortune 500 companies, real estate businesses, um, all sorts of different different uh, career paths. And I believe that there really is a way to turn this into a business. So um, – I go out and I rent an office about this size, size of the studio, 300 square feet. And um, in my office rent, my phone system, my copier, and my fax machine, all in 350 bucks a month. And I'm thinking, how will I possibly make a go out of this $350 a month? And the first couple of months, first couple, first couple of months, I'm like, I should just go get a job like everybody else. And uh, I hung in there. I I, uh, I had a, a a shower installed into the into my office, and I wound up literally sleeping in my office. And um, 
just building this business. And Ramon, are you going to get a shower installed in the uh, booth anytime soon? I, that, Actually, that would be the last thing that would ever occur to me. I think I'll get a shower installed in my office. Jacuzzi. jacuzzi oh, you got a jacuzzi? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, a hot tub. But I literally bring, bring clothes in and I just wouldn't leave. And, mm-hmm. and, that's, and were you married? Nope. Okay, no that makes that easier. No marriage. When you live like a guy living out of his car, it's easier to get away with that. In and my- everybody would do that. Every guy would live out of his car. Because we're simple. For example, uh, when you were having your problem with your contact lens, has the stuff showed up for that yet? Oh, we no. ordered We ordered out for a plunger and a Brillo pad. We're going <laughs> to fix that. Uh, got some WD-40. Kind of do-it-yourself kind of a thing. Yeah, a little WD. Something. We'll, we'll get it fixed up. Before you leave, we're going to take care of that eye problem. So shower in the office. So I, 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 all my friends had company cars. They got great cushy uh, expense accounts. And I'm like, I am the biggest idiot. What am I doing? And uh, Some of that's still true. <laughs> And and the you're right, uh, but the bottom line is I'm glad that I didn't go down the path of everyone else. And uh, and my parents were so upset. Just go get a job, you know. Go. go what? What? That's are right. You? My speaking. Uh, there's a famous international speaker friend of mine. Her name is Debbie Allen, and she goes J O B. Ugh. J O B. What could be worse, right? Well, I, it is. It is very nice. And Ramon, don't take offense to that. <laughs> no, that's all right. He's getting paid in there. He's got a, he's got a job. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting he's right It's enough there. money to live out of my car. He can hear us. I, yeah, I, I know. He took good. a picture of us. I know. It was nice of him. It We're really going to send that to Janine and uh, make her uh, – now, see, she wasn't here. So she how was did call you do in. That? She was a call-in guest all the way from Oklahoma. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Modern technology. 80% of it showing up. She wouldn't show up, so she phoned it in. <laughs> That's how they do it. Much like I do with this job. Exactly. Phoning it in. So what's another uh, – what was that one now? What was the one we just did? I, I forgot to write it down. Don't be a follower. Is anybody listening to this? Thing? No, don't be a follower. I did write it down. And now – and you cannot. You you just got to – you got to live your own life. You got to – uh, be one of the uh, – from my standpoint, cannot, will not compromise. That's that's number four. That's true for me. Cannot compromise. Yeah. I like that one. So I was never, ever going to get married. And um, and then I met uh, I met Miss Maya and the rest – You weren't going to get married because you cannot compromise. I can't compromise. Really? I cannot compromise. But I met the right gal. Uh, that spent every summer of her life in Poland, realized what an amazing country this is, and that was the secret. That was the secret. You know, I have another headline of the day you're going to be interested in. Let's have it. It says, an expert says, you know, these experts are everywhere, the secret to a long marriage is laughter. I assume they mean that your, our wives are laughing at us. I think that's the not way. with us. They're not laughing. With us. Yes, and I have met your wife, and I met your beautiful daughter. That's right. We were at your house for the lemonade stand. Yes, and it's proof that was one of the best lemonade stands 
and and it was and you live in like a mansion. It's a lovely home. You Thank you. And, it but, is a beautiful. And, and then the kids were out there, and the kid. They, I don't know if those were rental kids because they looked good. <laughs> These were good looking kids, Ramon. And the lemonade was delicious, and everything was fine. And then there's my wife and my daughter there giving me nothing but crap. But that, but that's beside the point. Yeah, my wife looks normal. How'd that happen, right? Well, but that's proof you you are. You and I are in the same club, Overachievers Anonymous. Do you know how I met my wife? How? I am married because I'm good in sales. Yeah. So uh, I was on a youth group. Uh-huh. I was a sponsor for high school kids on a youth gathering, Lutheran youth gathering in San Antonio, Texas, where they have the river walk and it's romantic, right? So um, I um, – end up sitting next to her. She's also a sponsor for the kids. Uh, sit next to her on a, on a bus, 24 hours, one-way trip, right? So I said, uh, what do you do? You know, and she says, oh, I'm an accountant. And I said, really? I go, where'd you go to school? She goes, oh, I went to ASU. I said, uh, how'd you do? She goes, I graduated summa cum laude, top 1% of the ASU accounting class. I said, Really? Now I'm attracted to her, right? She's smart. I think that's great. So I said, uh, I would like to go on a date with you. Then she says the words that no man wants to hear. I think I just want to be friends, right? (laughs) I don't blame her. We don't want to hear that. I said, well, I have enough friends to build a barn in a day. So I'm looking for a date. (laughs) And the rest is history. But I don't blame her. That was ABC great. That was great closing. insight. Oh, no, you don't blame her. No, no. She should have been friends. Yeah. She regrets friends. it now, of course. <laughs> yeah, horrible. So where, where are we at? Cannot compromise. You know, the most common compromise in real estate is lowering their commission. Now, this, now, when we, now we go to breakfast at Randy's yes. every morning, you and me. Sure. We were there today. Well, you weren't there, but we were there today. And uh, there's a guy that goes in there, and he's the guy that got me into real estate. His name is Bob Rogers, or he encouraged me. So we used to work at this camera shop downtown. He was an older, wiser guy, and uh, he encouraged me to get into real estate. So I said, uh, yeah, I'm going to get in real estate. He goes, that's good. He goes, when you get into real estate, he goes, find out what all the other agents charge and then charge the most of any of them. And I said, well – uh, most people charge like 5%, you know. He goes, well, uh, what are the most expensive ones? Yeah, I go, seven. He goes, well, then you're going to charge seven and never discount your commission for any reason ever. And I said, well, uh, what about for friends? And he goes, if you can't make money off your friends, you can't make money. Your enemies <laughs> won't come to you. <laughs> I thought that is great advice, and I just decided that day I would never charge less than seven. I never did. And uh, never compromise. That's a good advice. It served me well. Mm-hmm. And uh, in our business, we're very, very, very selective about who we hire. Um, and and it's, uh, it's, it's served us well in that regard. Uh, Is that why my resume has not been uh, – that's on the bottom of the You're bottom. unemployable. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I mean, if you go down to the Starbucks right I downstairs, I could never get a real job. No, but if you well, they're already out, out of business, it doesn't matter. No, but if you went in and say I want a job, they wouldn't hire you. No, that's true. I, no. I think the word is unemployable. Yeah, I went into a restaurant uh, last night, and the girl was new at the hostess stand. I'm ordering takeout food, and she's pumping, 
pushing all these buttons. <laughs> I, said, I said to her, I said, I would have a better chance of flying a 737 than learning how to do that in this Mexican food restaurant. <laughs> Horrible. Could never do it. What else you got? Other lessons? Um, how about um, how about more people have been hurt by too much than not enough? That's right. You know what uh, country has the lowest – what country do you think has the highest suicide rate? Uh, I would say – And we're up there pretty high in the United States. Yeah. I would say uh, it would be Copenhagen. I mean not Copenhagen. Uh, uh, yeah, Copenhagen. Sweden. S- Sweden? Isn't that where Copenhagen is? No. Denmark, excuse Denmark, me. Denmark, yeah. Uh, that's a good guess. It's Spain. And the reason is it's socialism. You cannot fail completely, but you also cannot succeed completely. And, and the, the countries that have the biggest safety nets have the highest suicide rate. So which country has the lowest suicide rate, would you guess? The lowest suicide. You can play too, uh, Ramon. If- Oh, the uh, wheels are turning. I'm trying to think here. Let me think. Mm -hmm. Mexico? It's Haiti. Haiti. Wow. They are so busy trying to stay alive, they don't have time. They don't have the luxury of thinking, how am I going to kill myself? They have to help each other to stay alive, you know, uh, but it's interesting. Wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's interesting is the states that have the highest suicide rate. What do you think they are? The highest state. This is uplifting talk here on the. The highest state has to be uh, California or New York. Now, that's what I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crowded full of people. Uh, now, uh, it's Alaska. Wow. Montana and Utah. The wow. states that have the lowest, and Wyoming. The states that have the lowest population density, but evidently, isolation makes people. Uh, somebody once said. Uh, Isolation is the dark room where we develop our negatives. So it's interesting. I think the worst thing you could do to a human being is put them in solitary confinement. And God knows we could end up there quite easily. <laughs> and now New York, interesting, Manhattan, if I go hang around with packed, crowded, full of New Yorkers, I would become homicidal, but I would not become suicidal. <laughs> it's slightly different. Quite different. Oh, my goodness. Well, did you have fun here today? Now, but, but let, let's see. If people want to do business with you, uh, how would they do that? Go to my website. Uh, it's uh, quintevents. What does the quint stand for? There's five components to a package. So well, let's hear a it. A ticket, a hotel, hospitality, transportation, and a gift bag. And so all 104 of our events that we uh, that we uh, uh, manage uh, and sell have all five of those. And if one of my customers wanted to be one of your customers, what would their situation be? Go to go to our website, um, and you'll see all 104 of our events. It's all sports. Uh, generally, yeah. So Formula One, all Formula. If you go to Formula One dot com, click on packages. It white labels to us. I see. 
Uh, if you go to KentuckyDerby.com or BreedersCup.com, it all – we handle the – So it would the, be somebody who wants to get a group package. To, no, no. Somebody – so think about it. If you're going to the Kentucky Derby, mm-hmm. you have two choices. One, you buy a ticket and you sit and uh, on your bench seat mm-hmm. and watch watch 14 hours of Up race. in the cheap seats like at Billy yeah. Or you take that ticket. And after the race, there's 45 minutes in between races. So you go. And that's called drinking. (laughs) And you come to our one of – we have six hospitality sites throughout Churchill Downs. And you come, have a bite to eat, a drink. We got retired jockeys. We got horse owners, breeders. We got people meeting and greeting. um, And it's a complete – Experience so in between races, there's something to do. If you go to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, we it's action packed all day, all night. There's things to do, gold jackets to meet, greet, autographs. Now, I was a Century Twenty One agent, so I already have the gold jacket. <laughs> sadly, <laughs> yeah, that was the great thing about that job. Hey, I get to I get to wear this mustard yellow baby poop color jacket. Really, this is fantastic. So, if you want to go to the, let's say you want to go to Monaco Grand Prix, our guests they go on the track, get a tour of the track on our flatbed vehicle, so you literally get a chance to go on the entire track. You get a picture in the vid- in the winner's uh, 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 podium. You get uh, you get a chance to go in to the uh, one of the uh, team's garage. You get a chance to to go into the Pirelli um, uh, uh, tire center. Um, in other words, if you're a fan of whatever product that we have, we give you backstage experience to every one of our events. We don't just sell a ticket and it's a an package. experience. It's an experience. Now, we're going to offer a – we have a special offering for the listeners of the Fearless Agent podcast. R- Ramon knows about this. But if you call and you mention Fearless Agent when you sign up for one of his packages, you will get to take a shower in John's office. <laughs> yes, we can make that happen, I think. <laughs> well, Johnny, it's been great having. Now, we're going to, uh, you don't want to give it, yeah, quintevents.com. We or, did that. Or jlangbein at quintevents.com. You can even email me directly, J L A N G B E I E I N at quintevents.com. Okay. Well, once again, I want to thank you, John, for joining us today. And I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can all call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. And until next week, we do what all fearless agents do. We have fun because if it ain't fun, we're not doing it. Now that you have these amazing sales skills, please be humble. But above all, be fearless. Thanks, gang.